Hi guys, my name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, of mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dusseau, and today we're doing things a little bit differently. See, the Friday podcast is moving forward is going to be a Q&A session from my free Facebook group, Total Athlete Takeover Combat Sports Conditioning, designed to help athletes reach new levels in their careers. So first off, if you are listening to this and you are a fighter and you are not in that group yet, click the link in the show notes below as soon as you see this. And go join the group because there's going to be a lot more value coming your way. And you're going to have access to those Friday Q&As where you can jump on the live stream and ask me questions directly. Now, unfortunately, this this Friday, I had some technical difficulties. So I didn't actually record it properly. So we're doing more of a recap of the Q&A. But moving forward, it is going to be the actual Q&A session that is going to be uploaded to the podcast. So... Let's get into it. The first question that I got was, what is the most effective cardio workout for boxing? Now, the important thing to remember when it comes to cardio for any sport, but especially when it comes to combat sports, is there's not one answer. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you have to be on the assault bike, or you have to run, or you have to do circuits, or you have to whatever. There's not one answer. It's about the effect that you're getting based around the actual session itself, not so much about what exercise you're using. So when it comes to training for boxing, the most important thing that you need is a proper balance between aerobic work and anaerobic work and anaerobic lactic work. So when it comes to which implements you can use, personally for the anaerobic work so the shorter duration uh, shorter duration higher intensity sorry the anaerobic work i prefer the air bike because it gives more resistance so there's more effort going into that short explosive burst whereas with the aerobic work where you're going for longer times and not going at as high of an intensity and focused on more steady state the big thing that i would be going into there is i'd be focused in on either a bike, a row machine, or a couple of different styles of circuit. And the reason that I focus on different stuff and wouldn't necessarily go with the air bike, you can if you want, but I don't know if you've ever tried doing 20 minutes on an air bike. It is horrible. And you got to remember that the only goal of conditioning is not to show how tough you are. The goal of conditioning is to help set you up for success in the sport. So if you murder the shit out of your legs with a 20-minute air bike session, and then you try to go train after and you can't because your legs are so destroyed and you feel like you're going to die, you're not getting the most out of your skills training. And in turn, we're not getting the most out of our conditioning either. So it's not about making it as hard as possible. It's about the effect that we're actually looking to get based on the session that we're doing. 
and to go a little more in detail with that question, because for this q and I didn't get a ton of them, um, how to actually set these sessions up. So when it comes to training for any fight, if that's boxing, MMA, Muay Thai, kickboxing, whatever it is you are doing, the main important thing is that your off-season is more focused around aerobic work. So this means your off-season is more focused on a little bit lower intensity, a little bit longer duration. So the ways that I like to do that would be like 90 seconds of high pace followed by 30 seconds of easy pace for six to 10 rounds, as an example. And that could be, again, bike, roll machine, whatever it is you prefer. And the reason that even though it's 90 second intervals, it's actually still an aerobic session is because of the lack of rest time, right? So you want more high intensity, continuous effort. You can switch that around and you could just do a straight 20 to 25 minute paced session. But personally, it just gets a little old if you're just trying to do the same thing all the time. So it's nice finding ways that you can add a little bit of variety. So those 90-30 circuits, uh, another way I like to do it is two minutes on, one minute off for like six to 12 rounds, depending on how much time you've got. And the focus with those like shorter interval aerobic sessions is keeping a maximum intensity pace for the duration of each work set. So making sure that you can keep the pace consistent so you're not trying to sprint, but you're trying to make sure that the pace is staying as high as it can consistently through the whole time to get the heart rate up, get the blood pumping, and get your body used to working through fatigue. Now, when we move more into fight camp, the important thing there is we're going to be moving more into the anaerobic side of things. And I'm intentionally not giving like do it with exactly this many weeks before a fight or anything like that, because every athlete's different. So some athletes, if you're super explosive, but you know you only have a gas tank for one round, you probably need less of the anaerobic work, more of the aerobic work. If you're more of that, you know, pace can just like touch and go all day, but don't have that real knockout power, you're probably doing a little bit more of the anaerobic explosive work and a little bit less of the aerobic work if that's a huge strength of yours. You get what I'm saying? So I'm not going to give you like exactly four weeks of this, exactly six weeks of that, anything like that, because that's going to vary depending on the athlete. But when we get into camp and we get into the closer time near the fight, the focus now shifts to the anaerobic work. And for this, like I said, I like to do the air bike. One of my favorite sessions for that is 15 seconds on 45 to 60 seconds off. And the key with that is that you are at a 100% all out flat out sprint for that 15 seconds every single time. And people think, oh, you know, it's only 15 seconds, so I'm not going that long. So I should do tons and tons of reps. No, the focus of these sessions isn't to murder you. The focus of these sessions is to get your body exploding at 100% and recovering completely from that 100% effort. So if you feel like you're starting to slow down, you've done too many sets. So people are always surprised when I put this into programs because it'll be 15 on, 60 off for six sets. And they're like, well, like six didn't feel that bad. Like I felt like I could have done more. It's like, yeah, you could have done more, but you're not going to be at 100% for more than that. And if you're not at 100% for more than that, we don't want to do them because we're not getting the effect that we want. Now, you can obviously do more than just six. That's not a hard number, like only six ever. 
But remember, the key to these sessions and actually being able to translate them to the explosive power that you're looking for while you fight isn't how many reps can I do. It's key. how many reps can I do, keeping it at 100% intensity. Now, I hope that was helpful. I hope you got some good stuff out of that. Now, the second question that we got was how many times should an amateur boxer be training per week? Now, I didn't get a ton of detail with this question. And when I followed up, I unfortunately still haven't gotten a ton of detail with it. But I'm going to give you the best answer I can with the information that I have. So first off, the reason that I needed more detail is how many times should an amateur boxer train per week is a very vague question. Are we talking all your training together? Are we talking strength and conditioning? Are we talking skills training? Um, you know, how intense are these sessions? Like, there's a lot of different factors is this an amateur boxer who started three months ago? Is this an amateur boxer who started two years ago? Do they work a full-time job? Are they a student? Like there's so many different factors that come into play with giving the proper answer here uh, for any one individual. So I'm gonna give you the answer that no matter what situation you're in is going to help you. So when it comes to how many times an amateur boxer should train per week, Plain and simple, and I know this is going to be a, an answer that bugs a lot of people, is it depends. It depends on all those different factors that I just named. But what you need to think is how many times a week can you keep consistent with? Because if you're a full-time student, working full-time, have a busy family life, et cetera, et cetera, and then you try to train 12 times a week on top of that, you're not going to train very well. Because... You're going to be constantly thinking about other things while you're training. You're not going to be able to fit 12 sessions adequately in your day. So you're going to sacrifice sleep, sacrifice recovery, all those different things. But if you have nothing else going on in your life and it's literally just boxing, training for boxing and fighting, then fucking 12 times a week is nothing. Right. So it all depends on those different factors. So if you can find a schedule that you can keep consistent with, that is going to be the key. Now, when it comes to setting up that schedule, one of the mistakes I see a lot of people make is they go, oh, I only have time to train once a day. So I'm not going to do any strength and conditioning. Now, guys, I want to preface this by saying I am not sitting here saying strength and conditioning is more important than your skills training of fucking course not but it is not an optional thing that you can not that you can take out of your training if you truly want to get the best results because basically this is the way it works your skills training is obviously crucial to you winning fights because if you don't know how to fight you're not going to beat anyone who does know how to fight but your strength and conditioning allows you to execute those skills on a higher level. You doing your skills training, you're going to improve your speed a little bit. You're going to improve your conditioning a little bit. You're going to improve your power a little bit. But what's actually going to improve all of those physical qualities when it's done properly is your strength and conditioning work. So if you're limited and you say, oh, I can only train, you know, six hours a week as an example, instead of cutting out the weights and cutting out the plyos and the conditioning stuff that you're doing think about how you can add them into those six hours per week right so if you can get three if you can get four good hard boxing sessions in and you can get two strength and conditioning sessions in that's going to be more beneficial than you just getting six boxing sessions in why 
because first you're going to be stronger, you're going to be faster, you're going to be more powerful. So those four boxing sessions that you're doing, you're getting more out of each one. Second, your body is going to stay healthier. So if you're, you know, throwing a lot of punches and your shoulders taking a lot of impact, if that shoulder is stronger, it's going to be able to take more impact before it actually does damage. So the main key when it comes to how many times a week you should be training, it goes with how many times a week you can keep consistent. Because the other big mistake that I see a lot of fighters make, and this is something I am desperate for you not to make as well, is a lot of fighters will take that same idea of, you know, trying to get into the gym more because they have big goals for fighting. And they'll decide, you know, I'm training four or five hours a day. And they'll do that for three months and then they'll be injured, burnt out, hate the sport and either quit or not be able to train for a long time because of all the injuries and everything they've accumulated. And so don't try to think how many hours can I possibly fit in? Try to think how many hours can I keep consistent with around the rest of my schedule and the rest of my life? And then from there, grow. Like if you start with five hours a week, there's nothing saying that you have to stay at five hours a week forever. But as you start to learn to manage that schedule and as you start to learn to take down some of the other commitments, you know, you finish with school, you get a different job where you're not working as many crazy hours or you're not as if your job's not as physically intensive, whatever else it might be. Now you're able to take some of those extra hours and put them into training as your body adapts and you learn to recover faster. Now, you're able to take extra hours that you would have been taking to recover and add more training in, right? So it's all about what you can keep consistent and then try to grow from there. So guys, those were the questions on the Friday Q&A this week. I hope you guys got some value from that. If you did, make sure to drop a comment. Um, a review for the podcast always helps. And as always, my biggest ask of you is if you have gotten value from the podcast, make sure to share it with a friend, share it with a teammate, share it with somebody who needs to hear this message. So guys, as always, I appreciate you. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and I'll catch you on the next episode.